Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. So I, I have a feeling it's not Monday, but I'm not totally sure. <laughs> Again, there's no rules, babe. There's We're no rules. Weeks, if you're listening in real time, we are in week six. Is it? Yeah. Are we totally quarantine. in? Okay. Quarantine. Stay at home orders for six weeks yeah. have been into place. Or is it seven weeks? I'm not sure. But however long it has been, it, it's been kind of eerily quick. And let me, let me clarify what I mean. I mean, the hours of the day are dripping past me like i will i will so we have these uh we have this like a church uh very close to our proximity where we live and they have these church bells that go off from eight in the morning till like eight at night yeah every hour on the hour every hour on the hour you hear these bells just donging and and for whatever time it is one dong per hour one dong or i think it's a ring that ringing but the dong is funny so one (laughs) dong per hour and it gets creepy because it's one dong per time per time so like 10 o'clock in the morning would be 10 dongs right yeah or 10 rings 10 rings right however you want (laughs) whatever right anyway dongs or rings um it's creepy how all of a sudden i'll hear it and then like it'll feel like five to seven minutes have gone by yeah and i'll hear it again and yeah, it's I'll, pretty trippy. And then all of a sudden, another hour's gone. So that's kind of been like the eerie. Um, I know you would think that it would be slow. Was, like time would be. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get slowly. at. It's like this is like the twilight zone of time. Like it just keeps <laughs> dripping past. Like I feel like the Salvador Dali clock. It's just melting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, time has been a hard thing for me to like really to grasp how quickly it's been going. And here we are in week six or seven. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. Right. But I do know that I have uh, made it a point to reactivate my planner. And even though it looks tremendously different than it used to, I'm still writing down things I want to complete for the week, for the day. And I mean, now, now I'm just like breaking it to pieces where it's like where I would never write like meditation. Because it would be a thing that I would always do, right? Like kind of automatic. Now I'm writing the automatic things in just to fill up my planner. Oh so my I, God, you're so such a I, nerd. So I, I can you. get my money's worth of my planner. Yeah, no shit. I spent <laughs> I spent almost $60 on this planner because you all know how big we are in planners. I get so excited in October when the next year comes out that I do research and I pick out my one for the next year. Now I walk by it and just give it stink eye. <laughs> like, ugh, why did I spend all the money on oh, that yeah. planner? It got to that point too. So that's why I'm telling you that I have actively started writing things in here that I just normally do. Like make coffee. <laughs> so like you can that's check in my it planner. off your yeah, list. So I can check it yeah. off my list. Yeah. Um, yoga class. Check. Check. You know, um, <laughs> 30 minutes of sun. Check. Check. Like I'm starting to like write down the things I would normally never write down and just do. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> with, with with that and um, the uh, the time just slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Mm-hmm. It's that's kind of where I'm at. Six weeks in COVID. 
Ah. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I am interested on the exit strategy that people will put into place when we do get the quote unquote all clear mm-hmm. and how and what. Here's a great question. What will you bring into the all clear world that you developed in the COVID stay at home world? Mm-hmm. You know what I so mean? So what what have you been doing differently yes. during this time mm-hmm. that you appreciate and want to continue on when you're able to go back go, to quote unquote normal? Yes. What is going to be your new normal? Are your there, new normal. Yeah. Yes. Are there things that you've been doing that are working for you? Are there little tiny habits that you've implemented or shifts in your day or changes that you feel like um, would be more fulfilling after all of this. Yes. Perfect mm-hmm. example. Maybe a new menu uh, or I'm sorry, maybe a new dish you've been creating, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe some, maybe you've just, you know, found that you're an incredible cook, you know, mm-hmm. and you're really having a fun time cooking more at home than going out. Just a real simple one, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've always been a great cook, but <laughs> Right. But I'm like now diving into even more recipes that I would never be like, I would say, quote unquote, bold to try. Mm -hmm. And now there's more confidence there. So that's definitely something I'm bringing into the all clear world from the COVID world. Yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of studies Right. Some psychological studies about. Oh, guaranteed. And maybe some new diagnoses like, you know, how Stockholm syndrome came from Mm. an incident. That's when you fall in love with your captor. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. that. Someone who kidnaps you, but then you become like their fan. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there could be some new diagnoses of like the COVID syndrome or I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is. Quarantine syndrome. There could be, um, because I know there's, you know, a lot of people are having a really, really challenging time. So there is going to be a transitional state coming out of this. You know, people are going to be very, very excited to get back to what their normal was. And I think a lot of people are going to be less excited, maybe even hesitant to get back to what their new normal was. Or maybe even there's going to be some fear around is it safe to mm-hmm. go back to normal? Mm-hmm. I mean, who do you trust? Everything changes daily. Mm-hmm. You know, the news is so shifty. I like the I like this fact. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to create an exit strategy for me. And what that entails is I'm going to figure out what I loved about my personal discovery uh, during this time. Mm-hmm. And I what really worked better for me, I want to bring that into the next world we live in. Mm-hmm. kind of thing because I have and I think you know a lot of people can say this like I've had a lot of time to stay at home and think <laughs> and develop other things that uh that were never really priorities because the other life I had seven weeks ago was filled with a whole bunch of of I wouldn't say completely different priorities, but a lot of different priorities. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of fun in this self-discovery. But when it does go back and whatever it becomes, right? Because we don't know what it will become. What the new normal will what be. What the new normal yeah. will be. No one will know. But I, I at least have, and that's not my, that's really not my problem. Um, I have no control over that. But what I do have control over is who I have become in the last six to seven weeks right now. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel wonderful 
about a couple of changes that I have made in my my COVID existence Mm -hmm. and how I want those things to thrive in the new world that we go into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that small changes, Mm -hmm. small little shifts in habitual um, actions can cause long-lasting changes. And I think it could be overwhelming to just change everything all at once, right? I mean, I think it was overwhelming for all of us to have to change and stay home and, you know, wear masks outside, stay six feet apart. All of that happens so fast. Mm -hmm. It was like overnight Mm -hmm. that that is going to be completely overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I can speak for myself. I have gotten used to this this, um, new normal with the stay at home. But I've also had all of that time to really decide, okay, what do I want to shift and change? Just like you said, Mm -hmm. but these small changes are much more um, digestible and manageable than the all at once. Mm -hmm. So I think when, you know, for an exit strategy, let's say tomorrow's all clear. Right. I'm not just going to shift and change all at once. I'm going to slowly get back into what my new normal is going to be mm-hmm. with these small changes that I've implemented. Because I've really, like you said, you have a lot of time to really, um, to really focus and reflect on what is working, um, what you want to bring into the next phase of our world. Right. Well, perfect example. The last podcast that we did was kind of like, you know, towards the beginning of COVID and we put in our quarantine routine. Mm-hmm. Um, which you and I wake up in the morning and we'll do our, you know, our appreciation from bed. We won't even get, we won't even jump out of bed first thing like yeah, we used to. Before it was, I got to get to the studio right. or you got to get up. Yeah. Right. But now we like lay in bed for an additional five minutes after we wake up. Or longer. Than yeah. That. And yeah. just go, Hey, thank you. Take a look mm-hmm. outside the window. Oh, it's, it's cloudy. Oh, it's sunny. Hey, thank you. You get that gratitude going immediately. And then you come down and we do our breathing together. And now we're doing a routine together. So this is something I'd like to bring. This is a perfect example of what I want to bring into the all clear world that I found in COVID world where we usually would just wake up and then, you know, start. Do our separate rituals. Yeah, because there's so much creations going on before your life. Mm -hmm. It's spell botanical and rubble and muse and and I have, you know, music. So it's just one of those cool things where I really like to, to have this morning ritual with you. This is something I want to bring with me into the all clear yeah, and mm-hmm. so if you didn't listen to the, our previous one, our morning ritual is to wake up slowly. Immediately we go into our breathing, our Wim Hof breathing, which could take, you know, literally 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't have to take long. Mm-hmm. And then we do some movement. So we either do a workout together or a yoga class together, or I'll do some ballet and he'll do yoga next to me. But whatever it is, we do some workout to, or some movement together. And then we'll make some coffee and have a conversation, maybe just a conversation about like what's going on in the Hawaii news, which is sometimes pretty funny. Or we have a meeting about what we're going to create and what our work is. And then we just dive into our work day separately. So that sounds like a lot for the morning, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, it could take maybe an hour. You can create it shorter. You can create it longer if you have more time. But I really want to bring that into um, the next phase as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had this, um, I created a 
workshop. It wasn't really a workshop. It was more of an experience, um, a three-week, 21-day healthy habits jumpstart. Oh, uh, this was going to be held at Yoga Oceanside. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember this. So I created this experience where we would meet one day a week. So let's say I had it scheduled for uh, three consecutive Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And so we would meet for an hour and a half. And then I would give you one week was focused on nutrition. Um, the second week was focused on movement. And the third week was focused on mind and lifestyle. And it's just about, you know, implementing small little changes in habits to create these long lasting um, healthy habits mm-hmm. and healthy, healthy lifestyle. And each week I would give you, we would meet for an hour and a half and then I would give you all the tools for the week that you could implement on your own. So journal prompts or little action items to do, uh, reflections of what was challenging and what was, um, what was a, a, something to celebrate, right? What was a success? And um, I'd also give recipes that you can use throughout the week, healthy recipes. And because now we can't meet in person, I think I'm going to do this on Zoom. So we would do an hour and a half Zoom meeting and I would give you all the tools for the following week and it'll be a three week thing. So again, it'll be a 21 day healthy habits jumpstart. So because we can't meet in person, now I can take, you know, people from all over can join me. So this is another perfect example of COVID and all clear. and changing. Yeah. Uh And, And so you have this opportunity to think of doing this virtually mm-hmm. through Zoom now. So you can reach people anywhere. It doesn't yeah. just have to be, you know, someone signing up locally. Right. So these are a, another perfect example of what you're probably going to do for your business in the, the all clear world mm-hmm. whenever that happens. Yeah. Perfect. I got I'm very familiar with technology now mm-hmm. <laughs> because of this whole thing. Um, so if anyone out there is interested, it'll be a three week or 21 day program where we just meet once a week and that meeting will be about an hour and a half and we will talk about for the first week nutrition Um, the second week we'll talk about movement so I will lead a yoga practice and then the third week will be uh, meditation lifestyle mindset and um, email me actually at love at rebelandmuse.com if you're interested and once I have the date set for the actual zoom meetings um, I will email you and it'll be, it'll be up for, for signups. I love, I, yeah. So these are another perfect example of, okay, what else can we do um, without like, okay, perfect example. The priorities that I had before, mm-hmm. they've switched, they've shifted because now we're, we're in COVID land. Mm-hmm. But this is a really good thing to see you do. Um, also, I had a really fun time at our Rebel and Muse Zoom mm-hmm. uh, reunion. Fun. So all these things that are coming up and how creative people are getting, it's really inspiring. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really digging it. I cannot wait to hug and kiss people again. That mm-hmm. is one thing I really, really do miss. But I am excited about, okay, so uh, it's like a puzzle, right? So here we are in this situation. What moves can we make? What can we do to expand? Well, not only like the business side of us, but personally and in all of it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to continue um, having more FaceTime or Zoom calls Mm. with my family and my friends that are far away. I mean, just seeing my little nephew on FaceTime almost every day is is so heartwarming and uplifting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're in your 
I'm doing air quotes again, your regular day to day before COVID routine, I would, you know, be so focused on what I was doing and creating. And I'd, I'd see a phone call from someone and be like, oh, you know what? I'll call them back or, you know, whatever it is. So now I'm more aware of answering all the phone calls and, and making the phone calls, calling people and FaceTiming. And I think I want to bring that into the all clear world as well. Yeah. I like how you called it that. It's the all clear world. Yeah. If When, when it gets there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love that you said you miss hugging and all your friends because you are, you, you've always been such a good friend. I have great friends. You do, but you foster these incredible relationships that I just have to say, I see, um, I'm in awe of it. Mm. And I really, really want, I really admire you for the kind of friend you are. I, is it, be, is, is it because we watched Goodfellas last night and, every, and everybody <laughs> was killing everybody? All the friends were killing everybody else? Well, okay. So I was like mind zone reflecting as I was watching <laughs> that movie. But but no, I've always been really, um, I, I've always admired that about you. You hug Thank your you. friends. You, you have this, uh, a different type of masculinity that I see. Um, that I think the world needs. And I, I really want to honor you for that. But yes, going back to Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen that movie a lot, but not in the past, maybe 15 it's years It's like one of the something. best movies ever created. Yeah, but watching it now, 15 years later, whatever, I haven't seen it get in a really papers, long time. Get the papers, get the papers. Pick it easy. <laughs> <laughs> they're so mean to each other. <laughs> Like they're just busting each other's balls. And I see Nice. This. Nice. Very good. Okay. <laughs> excellent. A little bit of an accent right. there. Busting. Why are you busting my balls? But they're just so mean and they laugh at that. And not to say like that's normal, but I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. That's not in my world. But I see this like the. I've never been an Italian gangster uh, <laughs> in the 70s uh, in New York. So I have no idea. Yeah. Right. Thank God. So. I just think that the the typical definition of masculinity is the polar opposite of how to make, create, and and nurture lasting friendships. Mm. So I see. I know Goodfellas is like that's know, an extreme. It's though. an extreme. Yeah, it's yeah, an extreme. I mean, Joe especially Pesci for... was such a dick. <laughs> I was so angry. But he's at him. so great too. Ugh. But I think that you have this, um, this softness and this openness and this, um, you lack the fear of being portrayed as not masculine. Does that make any sense? I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this properly, but you, you will hug your friends. You will call your friends all the time. You will want to support them in any way you can. You offer friendship. You are very vulnerable with them, which creates this space for them to be vulnerable with you. I think it's just a very beautiful um, aspect of of the new, what I, I feel should be the new masculinity. Wow. Well, thank you, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Like anyone else, you grow up, and you are conditioned to be socially accepted, right? Mm-hmm. So you go through so many stages and you go through so many stages of just trying to fit in, especially in school. This is what the training of school to me is in the social experiment of school. You want to fit in. Mm-hmm. You want yeah to whatever, you know, where, whatever you think at the time is what you want to be. 
But there was, it's interesting that you see that within me because there is a point where, especially when you start to share who you are emotionally and how that happened for me was with song. Mm-hmm. And so to put myself out there with writings, with writing something that was very personal to me, but now playing it for other people, this is a giant leap of faith because you don't know how you'll be received. Mm-hmm. But it does get to a point where you understand that you don't care about being received. You care about explaining your point of view. You care so much to get this out because you, I had an inkling that some people may feel like me. So if I was going to be the one to say it and be that vulnerable character and actually have it there in recording forever, that if it could allow people to resonate with it, um, you know, that's that's why I became, I would say, the the person that I am now. It was It wasn't like I was never trying to fit in. It just got to a point where the passion of writing and sharing grew more important than me fitting in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so with that, that was a huge breakthrough for me. Now with the encouragement of people getting behind it and people actually coming up to me and saying, hey, I resonate with this song. Hey, this song helped me out so much through this hard time I was going through. Hey, I really, really you know, um, heard what you were saying with this song. I had a friend who passed away too. Or um, I, you know, I've been suffering a heartbreak for the last two weeks. This song is getting me through. So all of these things that were personal writings just to me have actually crossed over. And this is the human connection where I'm so blown away with because the reason why I, 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 I I'm such a, a humanitarian is because like I, I true like deep down inside Mel, like honestly, I, I love people mm-hmm. and there is a lot of hangups that, um, that are offered to all human beings here on earth tons. And I really do love the fact that the connections that I've made, um, whether through music, whether through friendship, uh, relationship, um, business, I really do love the fact that um, I'm finding in my life more and more that people are more like each other than not. Mm-hmm. And, and and that allows me to be who I am to my friends and, you know what, tell you the truth, strangers. Yeah. I mean, I see you, you, you not even just your closest friends, but you'll say, I love you to even, you know, friends that are new because mm-hmm. you you do you just love people and i think that softens um walls that softens boundaries that people may have that don't necessarily need to be there right i think going way back into the mindset of boys don't cry girls are the emotional ones boys got to be this kind of way girls have to be that kind of way mm-hmm. i mean that's that's so antiquated and i think that you being able to say I love you to your friends and hold space for um, for emotional things, right? Instead of, oh, you shouldn't feel this way or you shouldn't um, share what you're feeling. You say, you know, people come up to you and, and share that they're going through something and the song is helping out. I mean, right there, that opens up space for vulnerability. And I think if everyone lets down some walls and is able to show a little bit of vulnerability and to accept vulnerability from other people in friendships, I think that the friendships can be a lot more 
um, healthy and fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, where you find yourself too and being Mm -hmm. authentic to that and not trying to be anything else but your authentic self. So if it doesn't feel good to say I love you yet, don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like like it just takes some time for yourself. But if, if you... If you are, if you are like, like that self-awareness, when that self-awareness does come in, I mean, I, I will, I will put it this way. Um, when I stopped caring so much about what I thought people were going to think of me, Mm -hmm. because people are going to think of me the way they want to, no matter what. Yeah. I I heard something before. What people think of you is none of your business. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I allow myself to get hung up on that, then that means that I'm not living my truth or the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. To tell you that, like, to tell you, like, I would, I, to put that away, to put like, oh gosh, well, you know, I might be thought of this way if I do that. To put that away allows me more freedom to expand to who I'm becoming. And that is a constant change too. I'm in a constant flux and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I am so excited to not be the same person all the time mm-hmm. because it's, it's what you're doing there is you're, you're pinching off your ability to expand and to grow. Mm-hmm. If you think you have to fit this one role all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But this, um, you know, it's going to be really interesting. Again, I, I keep going back to this, but I am really interested in the all clear world and I want to, I would, I I'm looking forward to seeing how people will start to interact with people because if people are kind of thinking right now being in their, in their own homestead, you know, like, Oh man, I can't wait to see this family member. I can't wait to hug this friend. I can't wait. You know, I can't like, I'm I'm really excited to see how much more, um, affection, um, Mm -hmm. and appreciation people will have for other people when we get to be around them again. Right. I am never going to take, for granted, hugs and, you know, social closeness. <laughs> What's the opposite of social distancing? Well, you said Again. it earlier. Like, think about how you're going to be with Nalu, mm-hmm. you know, your nephew, like that you were supposed to see this month. Mm-hmm. You know, the next time you see him, I mean, geez, Nalu, get ready. You're going to have like <laughs> all the love, all the toys, all the things. All so, the hugs. So that's what I'm really yeah. excited about. When we get into the all clear stage, I can't, I'm really looking forward to, and you know, People are going to be like standoffish as well. There's going to be all kinds of different like uh, uh, variety, mm-hmm. which I love. But I am excited to, you know, to, to see people maybe, you know, if they feel good with it, being more affectionate. And maybe it's going on right now. Maybe you're in your, your house with your whole family and maybe you're more affectionate, whether it's just even like cuddling on the couch when it comes to movie time at night. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that might be going on all over the world where families are just like starting to embrace more. Maybe, maybe, you know, uh, we had such a, like we discussed it, like we wake up, hit the ground running, you know, okay, you go create, I go create, boom. Now that that's a little slowed down, maybe, maybe there's more hugs in the morning. Maybe there's like, you know, more conversation happening within the household. And this is a great way to support that kind of affection that I like to share with my friends. Mm-hmm. So nurturing this, and and I, I, this is what I get excited about. How is like the families, you know, embracing, touching, hugging, talking, communicating, eating meals with constantly? You know, this is this is something exciting for me to think about. Like on the other side, 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, but to play devil's advocate here, I mean, I like to think about that as well. But it's also, I'm sure, very challenging for some people that are having a hard time at home oh, yeah. with conflict and mm. with, you know, all the stresses that go along with it. So if you are having a difficult time with conflict at home, maybe trying to implement um, a little bit of alone time, a little bit of space, uh, reflection, and then trying to uh, bring in some some small shifts, small changes. I like that. Yeah. I like how you and just said reflection because mm-hmm. you're now you're able to just like, okay, so what is it? Like, why am I so, mm-hmm. you know, you actually become more aware. So again, that's another great thing for people to, you know, start doing. So it, even though, you know, you may be going through a tough situation at home, it might awaken your awareness mm-hmm. and you might start to like, re- I love that word. You might start to reflect on why you're feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And implement small changes mm-hmm. in your day mm-hmm. that could potentially not only help you right. um, face this conflict and deal with the conflict, but possibly help you and your partner or your roommate or your your children mm-hmm. um, navigate conflict as well. Right. Yeah. So little little shifts and little changes can make a big difference. Awesome. Yeah. I love that point. Yeah. Um, let's talk about before we. And this, uh-huh. let's talk about some of our favorites that we've been doing. Like, what are the things that you've been doing that are... Right. What are some of the things I'm going to continue to to do? No, no. I'm talking about fun things like what are you reading? What podcasts? Oh, what got it. Netflix? What games? Okay. So just to let you know what we've been enjoying. So maybe if you haven't checked it out, it could be some some inspiration for something, um, something you can check out. Okay. You first. Okay, so there's this show on Netflix. <laughs> I know you called- want. It. I, I I could see you just beaming to tell. It's called Kim's Convenience, and it's on Netflix. I think there's four seasons. It's pretty, it's pretty freaking. And funny I randomly now. found it because when Cleo's in the studio with his headphones on, and I want to watch Netflix, I'm done with my work, and it's dark, and I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the couch because <laughs> Cleo's not a daytime couch guy. No. Yeah, and so when I'm ready. I'll try to find something that I think he might not be into just so that, okay, I can always watch this when he's working and he won't miss out basically. So I found this little, I don't even know what you would call it. Like a, it's a series, a series. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a sitcom. It's a series. And it's basically this Korean family who is in Toronto, Toronto mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah. They're in Toronto and it's just this heartwarming story about them. It's so funny and so he heard me laughing, cracking up through his headphones while he was recording. I'm laughing out loud by myself on the couch. And he comes out. He's like, what are you watching? So we started watching it together and now he's hooked. And oh, this so, is typically I, not the kind of show that he would be into. No, no. I'm not into serious things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's that's my first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, the thing that uh, I've really had a really fun time with is making my lattes in the morning with homemade cashew milk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue this um, with the occasional coffee meeting. Cause I can't wait to, to have a, a meeting with Shane Hall and, and drink some coffee uh, out. That's going to be fantastic. But on the norm, I've been having a really, really fun time with the ritual of making my coffee through the French press and, you know, um, making my, my cashew milk 
putting cinnamon, frothing it, and making it a real so delicious. delicious latte. Yeah. And it doesn't take much time. I'm talking like uh, back to uh, the front cover to the back cover. It takes me like 15 or 17 minutes to have this ritual. Mm-hmm. And I can still write in my planner while things are heating up and things are brewing. I can still have so so much time in between. And then when I get my latte, the first sip is always so romantic. I love making these cashew, homemade cashew milk lattes at home. And in fact, I I should, I really should put this into a recipe and put it um, somewhere. Well, we have your nut milk online. Right. But this cashew milk, so easy, easy. right? So maybe, um, yeah, look, look out uh, for our Instagram. Uh, maybe we'll do like a an Instagram TV where I just do a real quick tutorial on how to make the fresh cashew milk. Perfect. And the that Instagram is Rebel and Muse. Yes. Right. Um, Yahtzee. Oh. <laughs> Bringing that back. I wonder when Yahtzee was actually created. Because I think it's like old, old school. Is Yahtzee the only word that rhymes with Nazi? Um, geez. <laughs> I don't know, Margot. <laughs> I think Yahtzee. Well, the funny thing. Speaking of Shane Hall, this is the great thing about the universe. Shane Hall sent me a photo of him playing Yahtzee because he knows that we play. Uh-huh. But it's like from like 1981, his Yahtzee. Oh, no. I think it goes way back. Oh, okay. There we go. We'll figure out some okay, Yahtzee, gotta, history. <laughs> Yahtzee if, if, history. Yeah, if anyone knows any Yahtzee history. Yeah. When was the game created yeah. without using Google? Oh, that's going to be impossible. So when we're both done with our work, whatever time that is. I start making dinner. You usually finish up your work a little bit later than I do. Mm-hmm. And then we bring out the Yahtzee. Yeah. And we usually play. So we play. I think we're doing the scorecards wrong, but for us, it's perfect. What do you mean? Well, I think like on one scorecard, you put everyone has their own block. Uh-huh. And that's one game. But that would be a waste of scorecards because there's only two of us. No, we're doing so it the right way. we do is we play one whole card so each of us get gets one card and so we do one game one on that column. first column yeah yeah so i think there's six or nine games mm-hmm. i don't know something great i think there's six games and then we add up the entire score sheet and then that's who wins yes yeah so we usually play one whole score sheet so six games i'm not i'm not really gonna talk a lot right now about yasi because i haven't been doing very well lately <laughs> um that's all gonna change though tonight yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. One more tip that you have. There is a book that I'm reading by Dr. Joe Dispenza called Becoming Supernatural. So good. This book is incredible. Mm -hmm. It gets all super quantum physics, the, (laughs) the, the quantum field of, of all potential. Oh my God, you, you literally have heart emojis of eyes right now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Uh-huh. And I've been, I've been so fascinated with it. And I've read chapter three like twice in a row. Oh, you have to. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited that it gets to the point too where like, because I love Kim's convenience, I'll cut it off. Like, no, that's it. Because I want time to go upstairs and read. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm tired of like the the blue light screen just flashing in my face, you know, before bed. I want like time to like have like a nice old school book. I'm reading a book. It's not even like on my my normal iPad that I have all my books on. This is like a, a real book made out of paper. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this book is fantastic. So if you're looking for a good read, that is the one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we've been up to. Yeah. Um, and another thing too, I'm really excited to do more podcasts while we're in quarantine. So mm-hmm. so be on the lookout um, for the Revel Muse podcast on all uh, streaming avenues of music. Yes. All right. all right. You guys take care. Be safe. Be healthy. Be kind. And we love you. Peace.